recognizing that there would be a danger, the danger that as time passed and Jesus did not return, they would lose heart. They would begin to have a sense that perhaps he's not coming again. Perhaps we are mistaken. And so it gives them not only the warnings that he has offered them in this passage, but also if you go back to chapter 18, he spoke about the parable of the unjust judge in order to encourage them to endure. There are therefore lessons that we can learn as we are exposed to this word this morning. Brothers and sisters, some will even dare to say from the time I was a little child, I've been hearing that Jesus is coming. I've been told that he will come back to receive us and to put an end to this world and, and all that is happening. And, and now I'm, I'm a senior, now I'm old, and I've not yet seen the Lord coming. And so the disciples, uh, Jesus in speaking here, wanted also for them to recognize uh, that there would come a time when uh, men's heart uh, would somewhat begin to fail them, waiting, expecting uh, that their time of Christ's coming uh, would happen in a little while. Brothers and sisters, uh, I want to leave three important points with us. Number one, to be in God's future kingdom requires patient endurance. In other words, or to repeat, to be in God's future kingdom requires patient endurance. And that endurance must be in the present, in the present situation. Verse 22 tells us uh, in the same passage uh, I just read, uh, then he said to his disciples, uh, the time is coming uh, when you will long to see one of the days uh, of the Son of Man. The time is coming, we anticipate, uh, we want the Lord to come back. And when we look around us uh, and we observe all that is happening, uh, when you hear what are some of the things um, that goes on around us, uh, we, are, we are led to say, Maranatha, even so, Lord, come quickly. In our very town, as this, so, this, this trial that is going on goes on and we are listing the testimonies uh, or, or, the te or that which is being shared, we are beginning to sense that even worse than we had anticipated or expected or realized. Things are bad. But the end is not yet. And Jesus was saying, Ah, brothers and sisters, I want for you to know you're going to long for one of these days. Simply meaning, one of the days is simply meaning that day when Jesus will burst the clouds and come back to earth. Brothers and sisters, 
Jesus is warning the disciples that they will face times when they would inwardly long to see Jesus' return in power and glory. But then they would have to wait because it was not yet God's time. That word comes over to us today. I know sometimes the pressures we are going through. We are saying, Lord, it's time. Why are you taking so long? But I want for you to know that it is important that you endure to the end. I call upon you this morning to be patient because there are still some more persons that need to come home to be in the kingdom of God. I want for you to understand that we are here as ministers of the gospel, carriers of the word of hope, because many are dying, many are still lost, and for but the elect's sakes, then he has to extend this time and also give us an opportunity to share the word of salvation with those who are lost. And so, there would come times as we wait, as we patiently wait, many things will happen around us. False prophets will arise. People oh, will come with, that cause us to, 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 to want to listen to them, calling themselves all kinds of names and so on. But the end is not yet. The kingdom of the Lord, the kingdom of God is coming but I want for us to endure and be patient as we wait. What believer hasn't longed for when if we are really serving the Lord as we ought to, then I believe that there is a sense that we are longing for home. But I want us to recognize that the present kingdom, oh, that we are all a part of as children of God, it must still go on as we expand the reach to others to take them in. I know, brothers and sisters, that when we look at the world problems, the war, the violence, the greed, the crime, the corruption, the immorality, the pollution of God's beautiful planet, and the many other problems, oh, if we are not careful, we, are, we retreat and we are saying, Lord, come quickly. Brothers and sisters, it's a gloomy moment in our country's history. Not in the lifetime of most men, as there have been so much grave and difficult situations happening. I don't know sometimes if we are not fully aware of what is happening all around us. But situation, Sister Lenda, is bad. If you're not careful, the least thing you do, you go out there. There's no such thing as standing up for your rights anymore because your life could be taken defending your rights. Who determines that life is just meaning nothing for so many persons? I want for us to know that we are going through another time when prices are rising. The political cauldron seethes and bubbles with uncertainty. We do not know about tomorrow. The nations of the world continue to prepare for war 
at a scale that we have not seen before. We have two superpowers. In one day they are meeting and talking, but in another breath they are threatening to each other. We are living in difficult times. We have a world of leaders in, in COP22 or COP20, whatever the, the, the title was, meeting to talk about climate change. And right before our very eyes, we are seeing changes. We are seeing the Helsha beach disappear before our eyes. And we are seeing all kinds of things happening because of rising temperatures. But those who can do much more installing that, they can't even agree. It's a world that is on a collision course. And I know, brothers and sisters, that we want the change. But I ask for us to be patient. For he who is coming will certainly come. The future kingdom is sure. We don't have to worry about the fact Oh, of whether it will come or not. Right now, I implore us to get busy carrying out the will of the Father. Christians have always known that only Jesus can deliver us from this mess. Only Him alone. This is the good news. And the good news is that the kingdom of God Oh, the future kingdom and the time when all will be cleaned up and all will be in the hands of Jesus is a news that will certainly come to pass one of these days. And now we ask, how long, O oh Lord? How long must we wait? How much more do we have to wait? But Jesus asks for patience. Jesus wants us to endure because he has said, I've given you the Holy Spirit as your comforter. In this world, you will have trouble. In this season, you will have turmoils and there will be pain and there will be grieving. There will be loss. But I have prayed for you. I have sent you the comforter who is coming alongside you to bring comfort. And so I want for you to wait but until then, we must patiently endure as we wait for his coming. Peter also warns us that while we wait, mockers will come. Second Peter 3 and a few verses there from about verse 3. Following after their own lust, mockers will come. Following after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? Have you ever been asked that? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. So this is not new, Sister Elenda. There are always going to be mockers and naysayers. But I want for you, as Peter warned, but as the apostle goes on to show, their mocking does not negate the reality of Jesus coming to judge the earth. Men will speak, but the timing of Almighty God cannot be compared with our timings. We must understand that we will not, we don't need to follow all those who will speak and who will make utterances. But when we listen to Jesus, 
his words uh, those be the words that we stay close to for they are words that will come to pass up he said in his word, if one jot or tittle of my word shall pass away, then heaven and earth shall pass before my word doesn't come to pass. So we look forward to this time. It's a messy world in which we live. I know you're going through pain. I know if all of you should give us a glimpse into the sufferings and into the many things that are happening in your lives now. Oh, many of us would weep. Many of us would not recognize that we see your lovely face. Oh, we see the smiles. But we don't even understand that which you're going through day by day. But for the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Lord, we would all lose our minds. Someone said earlier on, perhaps in the first service, there is a thin line between sane and being insane. There is a thin line, but for God, who is watching over us, we would have lost our minds. Some of the things you have been through, ah, Sister Brown, some of the things you have been through, oh, you could have been walking the streets of Spanish town. We would not have identified you. I know it's messy, but until then we are holding true because he who is coming will come. He who has promised his future kingdom, it will come to pass. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so as Christians, we know whom we believe in to be in God's future kingdom. Secondly, does it for firstly, it requires us uh, to exercise great patience, uh, to be at ease, uh, to understand uh, the importance uh, of, of, of waiting, uh, of enduring, uh, of great patience. Uh, but secondly, to be in God's future kingdom requires discernment uh, in the present one. We've got to discern because uh, the future kingdom. Uh, is only for those who have experienced the kingdom now. The kingdom rule of Christ in their lives now. Hallelujah. And so as we wait, yet do not cease coming. False Christ will arise and people will tempt us to turn to those who seem to have the answers we need right now. Brothers and sisters, as human beings, we tend to be impatient. We tend to want things right now. We want the change right now. We want to see the change in our situations right now. But I warn you this morning as the word of God warns uh, that there be those uh, who are coming up uh, who are going to want to prophesy in your life who are going to want to speak uh, thus said the Lord uh, who are going to want you to believe uh, that there is a prosperity right outside your gate uh, who want you to believe uh, that the sufferings uh, which you go through from time to time uh, is not of God 
and it is not to be experienced. They would want for you to believe that because money is not jingling in your pockets, you're wasting your time. Come over here. Let me tell you how this is done. But I warn you this morning, God's future kingdom requires discernment in the present. We've got to try the spirits. We've got to discern what is happening. Do not go away and do not run after them. And perhaps this world, one of the greatest challenges which we face is the onslaught on the kingdom of God by those who are false teachers and false prophets who come along to tell you that you are not doing well enough as Christians. But the Bible warns us, do not go away, do not jump ship, and do not run after them. As brothers and sisters, we are always vulnerable to the temptation of turning to quick fix answers rather than patiently wait on the Lord. Whatever you have been praying about this morning and hoping for, I charge you to wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and wait on the Lord. For the Lord's timing is not your timing. And when he delivers, it will be well and it will be on time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak to my young people. For you live, you live in a microwave age. You live in a world where you touch a button and you hear it on the other side. We live in an age where Snapchat and, and, and TikTok and everything make things happen real fast. And you're in the fast lane. And so we observe in the workplace when youngsters come in, they want it happen now. It's a new age that we are living in. Because situations around us are dictating that things must happen now. And even some of us seniors, we are getting into the fray of things. We will know. And if not, we are seeking alternatives. But I warn us this morning, wait on the God who has called you. He has good plans for you. Plans not to harm you. Plans to see you through to his future kingdom. Right now, right here, there, no matter how many, how much you earn, no matter the degrees you'll have, no matter how your body's healthy today, no matter how you look good in you, you're going to grow old and look better than mommy when you reach your age. But eventually, this which you have and think it is all great and wonderful, look around you. I once had hair on my head. does not matter today how fast you want to receive things. This 
present age is passing. This present world, young people, will go from you. And it will come a time when you look, you have to look in the mirror and wonder if this was the same person. Hallelujah. You will get some things. You will get the fine car. You will get to own your home. You will get some things. But at the end of the day, you recognize those are not the things. Life does not consist in the abundance of things that you receive on this side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us to recognize this morning that all these things we will achieve, but pain will come. Marriages will fail. Oh, cancer will come. Sickness will rock your body. You lose your parents to the grave. You lose your husband to the grave. Before you know it, the peace that you thought you had is replaced by grief and grieving. It's not a pretty thing, the side of life. And so God is not about just putting up the side. He has eternity in view. Hallelujah. The future kingdom is what you are being prepared for. So let there be those who want to tell you, come let me tell you about tomorrow. And everybody is wanting to call you up. And everybody want to talk over your life and to give your word. I give you the word this morning. Hallelujah. I give you a word that will cause you to, to think and to reflect and to stay your course. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be in God's future kingdom requires, requires discernment. We always say in my secular field... If the interest rate look too good, it not good. Something, something wrong. It is too good to be true. It is too good. The rate is too high. And people come to me and say, I'm getting 50% over here. I'm getting and I said, oh, are you, are, you, are you able to lose it? Will you go to Bellevue if, you, if this money disappears? Too good to be true. And, and when you have that mindset that it is this present time, Sister Sharon, that you have got to bring it together and be great here, it will lead you to listen to the wrong voice. Hallelujah. You'll, you'll develop itching ears where all you want to hear is the good news. But the good news is the, not the news of the gospel. That tells you, if you suffer with me, you shall reign with me. Hallelujah. We're always vulnerable to the temptation of turning to quick fix answers as human beings. I want for you to know this is especially true of us Jamaicans. Because we're all pragmatists at heart. If something works, it must be true. If something doesn't work on our timetable, it must be false. And so we get to ourselves in these slips and slides. Jesus Christ isn't fixing my problem as quickly as I think it should be fixed. So let me find another way. 
be warned. God is not mocked. Hallelujah. In Luke 21 verse 8, Jesus warns, see to it that you be not misled. In Luke 21 verse 8, Jesus warns, see to it that you be not misled. For many will come in my name saying, I am he. And the time is at hand. Giving you dates of the coming kingdom. And haven't we heard it? Do not go them. Can it be stronger, Brother Harrison? Do not go after them. They are liars and deceivers. Hey, Lord, help us. Help us in this season. Satan doesn't try to lead us astray by something or someone who is blatantly false. He's a deceiver. Ah, we have been trained to believe that he comes with two horns and a tail. And he comes seeing us so that we can pick up. But you have got to learn to try the spirit. You got to learn to discern and to line up things with the word of God. For he will come uh, clothed, looking well, starting out with voices that sounds like, but it's not. It's like when a man looking a girl. There's no mouth that is sweeter. I'm not putting down my species. But we are good at it. We are, we are hunters by nature. So, even when you don't look good, there's nobody like you. But they have another view. They're about something else. And mommy never tell me how much she loves me. But I hear it here. Roses are red. To be in God's future kingdom requires, thirdly, faithful readiness in the present. You got to be ready. You got to know that now is the time to get ready to be in that future kingdom, Sadina. It won't happen when the clouds are open. It won't happen when, when the trumpet call happens. Readiness and preparedness must happen now. Jesus goes on to emphasize in verses 24 down the suddenness of his coming. And he draws on two historical characters. He said, as in the days of Noah. Hallelujah. As Noah preached, as he warned, they were mockers. Why are you building this huge ship on dry land? How are you going to get it to the sea? How are you going to, where is it going to sail? 
Aren't you hearing it all around us? Church people are hypocrites. And some of us are, sad to say. But the naysayers, they are going to, as in the days of Noah, so shall it will be in the coming of the Lord. They were marrying and, and giving into marriage and they were doing all that they considered to be right and there was nothing wrong per se in some of these things that they were doing. In fact, in both instances, they were not being challenged because of wrongdoing. Look at the scriptures carefully. But because they did not give preeminence to God, they were doing what they were doing, normal, regular things. But where God was concerned, God was not featured in their lives. Hallelujah. That's the danger. And as Noah pleaded, but then the rains came. Why Jesus would have taken time to warn, to remind the brethren of what happened in the past. And then he said, as also with Sodom and Gomorrah, when Lot and his wife and his children were fleeing or had to go, they were doing Jesus could have, or, or Jesus in sharing here, could have said Sodom was doing all these abominable things. But when you look at the word, hallelujah, that wasn't the focus. On that day, if I can find it quickly, people were eating. Elenda, you don't love to eat. People were drinking. Marrying, preparing to be married. And verse 28, it was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking. They were buying and selling. They were planting and building. I don't see anywhere here. That they were homosexuals and the behavior was bad and poor. That's not the point. The point, and that was true. But the point that was being made is that the way of life can get you caught up to the point where God, oh hallelujah, Holy Spirit help us this morning. It was the very natural way of living that is, that is grabbing us and in order to make ends meet, we are, we are leaving out God in the process. Oh Lord, oh Lord. And we are almost at the place sometimes where we forget that God who is sitting above is expecting to come back. Caught. In doing the earthly things that are considered okay. But our parents lived probably off 
$500 a month. They lived. Today, what I earn still can't get me where I feel like I should be. The point I'm making, the world is organized in a way to keep our minds down here. Fixing up a body that is growing old. Fixing up and trying to take care. Oh, we want houses that we can't even clean. And yet we are not recognizing that the satisfaction does not come in those instances. But there's more. This body cries for more. This life cries for more. But the day of the Lord fades in the back. But the future kingdom is real. And it is coming. The day of the Lord. On that day, no one who is on the house stop. And in, this is more sort of pitting what was going to happen when Israel was being taken into captivity and overrun. But then it is also pointing to what's going to happen in the last day. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. I like to think two people in one bed and the two of us will go. One will be taken and the other left. But it is showing the proximity of rubbing shoulders together. And there will be a separation. For the future kingdom comes with a separation. Our present kingdom now, we rub shoulders. We continue as it were. But when the future kingdom comes into being, when Jesus comes and the tempter's power is broken, there's going to be a grand separation. My time is up. Bow your heads. We have to. I think the coming is going to be this sudden. We stop the message right in the middle. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Let him hear what the voice of the Lord is saying and the word of God is saying. Be ready. Present readiness for future kingdom. Father, we thank you for this 